0: All right everyone. Welcome to the show. It's me, Matt Slick, and you're listening
1: to Matt Slick Live. Today's date is December 19th, 2023. If you want to give me a call, all you got to do is dial 877-207-2276. Now, um, for this week, we'll be on, or I will, be live tomorrow, Wednesday, and then we're off until next Wednesday. So I'll be taking off uh, Thursday, Friday, and then Monday, Tuesday. So uh, there you go, and I hope you all have a great Christmas. And by the way, we're having a matching uh, drive, matching, matching funds drive for the end of um, end, uh, for the for the month of December. Sorry, I think of two things at once here. And so, if you want to support us, if you want to help, all you got to do it's easy. All you got to do is just go to carm.org, dot O-R-G, and uh, you could do that. Now, wait a minute, did we have Laura in? Did Laura? I was supposed to have Laura call. Remember, Charlie? Did she call in? She didn't call in. Because what I've been doing this week, in the past, well, past few days, is uh, having people who support us at Carm. Uh, you know, I mean, like helpers. You know, like Charlie. He does stuff. Ernie called in. He does stuff. And Laura. I wanted Laura to call in. So maybe she can call in if she wants. And um, I mean, she's put Bentley down. She's babysitting. And uh, then we can talk to her about what she does for uh, you know, the first part of the segment, because, hey, why not? you know Let people know who we've got helping us. In fact, we have Joanne, too, and uh, Joanne should call in, because uh, Joanne, she has an accent. She has quite the accent. She thinks we have accents, but she has quite the accent, and she's a sweetie, and she runs the prayer chain. The prayer thing would be really great if she could do that. All right, and I've been challenged to a debate on the Trinity, uh, let's see, Ooh, the third Wednesday of February. And uh, that's that's doable. And so I'll get more details on that. And uh, then there's Renzo. Hey, Renzo. Renzo, wait, is that right? Did I get that right? No. Yeah, Renzo, there he is. He's in Japan. So we get some callers from everybody and every place. All right, there you go. Hey, I'm just rambling. If You want to give me a call 877 207 2276. All right, so I'll tell you what I'll do just to do it is um, it's just a, I'm gonna do some uh, some mail, some um, radio questions, radio comments. If you do have radio questions, radio comments, you want to get in, all you got to do is email me at info at karm.org. And just put in their radio question or radio comment and uh we can get to them because it's it gets slow at this time of the the year it just does and, and particularly this this last week before christmas all right so let's hear here's a here's a it's an interesting one um do you believe the stigmata uh, were real and from god isn't it curious this phenomena didn't arrive until saint francis and has no biblical origin that i can find i'd be interested in your opinion thank you valerie uh, the stigmata. I haven't studied their history to see when they came up. That, that's an interesting uh, idea. But uh, th- what I find interesting is that crucifixion, when they did that, they didn't do it in the palms. Uh, they didn't put nails in the palms, the side the palms. They put them in the wrists, because uh, the palms would just rip out, and the person wouldn't stay up there. So between the two bones in the wrist, and just down towards the wrist, you know, past the wrist towards the elbow, there's that little gap in there. They drove a nail in there. And so what I find interesting is that the stigmata have the the uh, holes in the in the palms, which isn't how it was done. So that tells me it's fake. Plus, what the heck is going on with that? I mean, come on, you know, you, you go, go around and you get these bloody things in the palms. What is it, what's what 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 good is it? What's it for? It doesn't help. And uh, so I think they're fake. And uh, I don't. And, you know, I'm, but I mean, they could be real. But they're not really of God. They're just uh, psychosomatic manifestations and/or demonic something, uh, because they're not—they uh, don't manifest where they're supposed to manifest. And even if they did in the wrist. Well, what does it mean? It sounds to me is kind of you know spurious. So there you go. All right, let's try this interesting person right here on the air, Joanne. How are you?
2: First Joanne. of all. But- Please don't tell stories.
1: What? That you have a, a really heavy accent? Because you do. I
2: I don't have an accent.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. You don't have an accent. All right. <laughs> we all appreciate your accent. So, okay. This is This is Joanne, and she helps us out at Carm. And what I, I just want you to call in. And maybe um, maybe uh, Laura will do it too. And I want you to tell me uh, what are the things you do. Just introduce people to yourself and um, or yourself to people, and let's see what you do. So what do you do at CARM?
2: Um, I lead the prayer team, which is such an honor. Uh, okay. We welcome and prayers request to prayer at org. Everything is kept confidential. We have 18 prayer warriors on our team, and I think they're the best prayer warriors yeah. around. I think it's a wonderful <laughs> team.
1: That they're good people. That's right. And you do a good job it's of it, hard too. It's hard talking. It's hard talking?
2: I'm in clubhouse. Uh-huh and I'm
1: hearing an echo. Oh, okay, I get you. Um Well, you, what you so, can do is but, turn Clubhouse down, turn your volume down on that, or is it on your phone you're doing it?
2: It's on my phone.
1: Oh, that's why. And so, I'll just tell you what people at Clubhouse is. It's a social media platform, and you open the room, and each time at the radio show, and then uh, you get broadcast into the radio show. We've got uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people in. You know, it's a small crowd, but that's okay. And they And they listen. Listen to the show, and you run that too, right?
2: And I'd like to thank the ones that are so faithful to come into Clubhouse. Okay. You know, I've been blessed. I've, I'll never meet most of the people until we get to heaven. But I've been so blessed by making friendships through clubhouse of course through facebook before clubhouse ever was Mm -hmm. and uh i love all of our volunteers i love our missionary and uh i guess that's about it do you think of anything else i do matt
1: no that's it that's it uh you're great and um um, we're going to start calling you Joanne, no, no accent, um, you know, prayer warrior or something, but yeah, you do a good job. You, you do a good job there, um, running stuff. So we just, you know, we appreciate you. And I wanted people to hear your voice, and it's just uh, one of the ways to make it real, I make it known, you know, on uh, on Clubhouse. I mean, on, on the radio and stuff like well, that. Well, so
2: it's we appreciate it. it's really a privilege to be able to serve the Lord through calm and. I've met, as I said, wonderful, wonderful friends that I look forward to worshiping our Lord with in heaven.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it has been a, a neat uh, thing um, because we have friends in Rumble as well and uh, people who have gathered in different venues, and it's really nice. And it's great to uh, see them. The two main venues that we have them in is Rumble and, um, and Clubhouse. So, yeah, praise God. Okay. So okay. there you go. Okay. Well God thanks a lot, Joanne. <laughs> All right. Okay, well tell your tell your thanks. hubby you said hi. All right, God bless.
2: I will. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's Joanne. She's a sweetie. She really is. She's she's good and uh she's fun too. Hey, let's get to Catherine from British Columbia, Canada. Welcome. You are on the air.
3: Hi, Matt. Uh, thanks for uh Having me, Um, I I have a question. I looked on your website and I looked at all the different views for rapture and tribulation, and I just Mm -hmm. wondered what your personal view is. Like I've studied it, I studied Revelation, like just constantly. I studied it for about fourteen hours a day for a a few weeks period, and I came to the conclusion that it was that I believed in post-trib because of uh, Revelation. I think it's ten seven and First Corinthians fifteen. 51, but uh, You know then I get swayed from that too. Like it just seems to be so hard to pin it down and I just wonder what your personal belief is and
1: why Yeah, I'm also post trib you yeah, I believe we're gonna go through it and one of the main reasons uh, Is uh, I don't find any pre-trib verses place. I mean, I ask people show me a pre-trib verse And when you look at it in context, it doesn't support it. It's just not there and when you go to Matthew 24 it talks about uh, the tribulation, and it talks about after the great tribulation is when Jesus comes back and gathers people. It, it says it in Matthew 24, 29, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from the sky, the powers of the heavens will be shaken. That's a great tribulation period. And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky, then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. They'll see the Son of Man coming in the clouds. He'll send forth his angels and the great trumpet and he'll gather together his elect from the four winds from one day, from one end of the sky to the other. So if you cross-reference that with First Thessalonians 4 uh, where it says the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, the voice of the archangel the dead in Christ shall rise first. That is the resurrection and there's only one resurrection like that. Now some pre-tribbers say well they have two returns of Christ or kind of one and a half where he returns in the clouds and goes back up into heaven and gets people You know, that's not in the Bible at all. And so, when you understand there's only one return, the return of Christ, and that in 1 Thessalonians 4, where uh, the return of Christ is with the angel, the trumpets, and things like that, and that's what it says here in Matthew 24, but it says there, after the tribulation, that's when it occurs. So, it's after the tribulation. Simple.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay, that's
3: good. Um, yeah. You know, where. um it says about they will be giving in marriage they'll be marrying and giving in marriage
1: uh-huh yeah it, that's not the rapture do you
3: think there's a no but do you think there's any connection with that to the fact that one wonders today if marriage will survive because of all the you know mm-hmm. woke stuff but
1: well the context so he it could be in the context it's out of revelation excuse me out of genesis 6 when the days of Noah and when the Nephilim were there and there was a great sexual perversion going on in the, the landscape and where the fallen angels had mm. had relations with women and produced offspring which is why it says in Genesis 6-9 that, that Noah was pure in all his generations, all his ancestry and then if you go to to uh, Daniel 2.43 it says, because uh, that's the uh, a prophecy of dealing with times, the, you know, large prophecy times from Nebuchadnezzar's statue and the the final time which is the feet made of of, bron- excuse me, of clay and iron it says in verse 43 of chapter 2 of Daniel that uh, they will combine with one another in the seat of men and that they can't be people because they are combining with one another in the seat of men so they're separate and so if you look at uh, Matthew 24 Luke 17 as it was in the days of Noah's social it be the days of the coming of the Son of Man uh, they were eating, they were drinking, they were giving in the marriage till the day that Noah entered the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. That's Luke 17. Two men will be in the field, one will be taken, one is left. So the wicked are the ones who are taken in that context, and where are they taken? They're taken to a place of destruction. And Jesus says, that's how it's going to be when uh, he comes back. It's going to be that bad. And there's the music. You want to hold? Yeah. We can talk a little bit more after the yeah. Break. Well, okay? Okay. Uh, no, hold it's on.
3: okay. I'll, uh, I'll just, uh, oh, okay, I'll hold. Sure. Okay.
1: All right, hold on. Hey, folks, we'll be right back after these messages. Please stay tuned.
0: It's Matt Slick Live. Taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. And let's get back on here
1: with Catherine. Catherine, are you still there? Yeah,
3: I'm still here. All right, yeah. well, so, um, so there I go you go. A, I go mm-hmm. Yeah, I go to a church that they are. They believe in pre-trib, it's a Calvary Chapel, mm-hmm. and I love it. It's the best mm-hmm. church ever, you know, um, oh, yeah. so that's where I would normally go to, Calvary Chapel. If, mm-hmm. Pardon?
1: Yeah, I went to Calvary Chapel too for years. In fact, Chuck Smith, the founder of Calvary Chapel, baptized my wife and I.
3: Wow, mm-hmm. wow, that's amazing yeah we watched that movie too
1: yep in um, fact yeah uh, but that, it's a great how,
3: church i mean i just
1: i was gonna say that coast i love how that's where they we go got baptized that's where we got baptized right there on on that side but anyway yeah go ahead sorry
3: on the water yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's a great church i love how they go through the scriptures and everything and i but i know that uh i mean we can coexist that we have different mm-hmm. beliefs right i Oh, of course. I'm post and Sometimes I get swayed right. to other points of view too, like I'm not, I don't know, it's not a salvation issue, right?
1: Right. If you believe in pre or mid or post, it doesn't matter. Uh, but as yeah. long as you believe what you believe biblically. Yeah, I used to, uh, my my wife and I would normally attend a Calvary Chapel here in, in Idaho, but uh, her health is, you know, it's she can't go anymore really. So, uh they, they just changed some other stuff, but at any rate, yeah, it, it, and they're good. it's fine, and, and I've preached in different Calvary chapels, too, so, uh, you know, I'm post-trib, and I'm amillennial, too, so, which is unusual. Well, can you explain
3: preaching. that? How, how yeah, amillennial? it, it's, like, yeah,
1: amillennialism is the position it been... that it, it's, it's the position that the thousand-year reign is a figurative number. In Revelation 20, it says the angel, which is literal, descended from heaven, which is literal, with a chain, which is figurative in his hand and a key which is figurative and laid hold of the dragon which is figurative who is the devil which is literal and bound him for a thousand years so which is it is it literal or figurative well people just assume it's a literal thousand years but nothing in the Bible necessitates it's a literal thousand years and uh, furthermore Um, The the term thousand is used in figurative context God owns a cattle on a thousand hills and a days but a thousand years It's figurative usage bind him for a thousand years. It's like us saying a kabillion It's just an undefined thing Mm -hmm. now It was an actual number, but that's how they they kind of spoke and they, they use it that way So when people say that the thousand years has to be literal thousand maybe it is but you can't prove it from the context It just doesn't work and so people don't don't realize that Furthermore Satan was bound by Jesus in Matthew 12 22 through 32 because he's casting out demons He says the strong man must be first be bound before he can do that And then in Revelation 20 it says Satan's bound not to deceive the nations any longer So uh, then he's let loose and then he does so some uh, Amillennialists hold to the idea that Satan was let loose, you know 100 200 years ago read whatever and because the world wars and now things are getting really bad so the nations are being deceived and it makes sense and then plus jesus says he will take out of his kingdom the wicked and that's matthew 13. so and there's only one return to christ and i can get into this i've debated this many times and i have a very good strong i have a very strong uh, good argument for amillennialism and every time i've taught it in in uh, rooms you know with a chalkboard so i can just go through and just show what the scriptures teach Every single time, without exception, uh, everybody has said I've made a very strong case, and they could not refute it. Not that they all believed it, but uh, they couldn't refute it. And you know, plus, you know, it, it's the first time you got to look at it. You got to see things, and then come back and tell me why it's it's wrong. But it hadn't happened. So, um, you know, there you go. I hope I'm hmm. wrong, though. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong. Really. Oh, absolutely. Why? I don't want to be right. I teach what's called Deprescatology. It's going to get bad. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. Oh, dear.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, in yeah. fact, I have an article, let's see, Signs of the End Times. And I went through and I looked... Come on, get in there. There we go. What are some of the signs of the end times? So, I, I, I wrote this article in 2017 and I have all the verses and everything and I have a summation. Now check this out. This is what the Bible says is going to occur during, before, right at that time of the return of Christ. Uh, The presence of false Christ and false prophets, war, persecution of the faithful, apostasy, lawlessness will increase, and love growth cold, earthquakes, famine, and plagues, increase in selfishness, lovers of self, money, and pleasure, arrogant, boastful, ungrateful, and unholy. They'll be haters of good, conceited, appearing godly but are not. The mocking of Jesus, the increase of knowledge, the rise of Spiritism, the decay of marriage, the rise, the rise, uh, excuse me, the increase of false teachings, the gospel will be preached to the whole world. Signs in the heaven. So there's 13 uh, things that I've listed in my groups of the bad stuff that's going to come. So. The false Christ, false prophets, war, persecution, apostasy, lawlessness, earthquakes, famine, plague, uh, increase in selfishness, lovers of pleasure, arrogant, disobedient, the mocking of Christ, increase of knowledge, spiritualism will be on the rise, marriage will be under attack, and a rise of false teachings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's all. Yep, alive. we're
3: there pretty much.
1: Yeah, so that's I call it deprescatology.
3: Yeah, I color. can see that.
1: Yeah yeah and and, that's right yeah hope i'm wrong wrong.
3: well i mean that's happening now right i mean it started (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) right what you were all that list of things like i can identify that in the world now all those things like we just don't know the severity of it though like when christ will return how bad it's going to get
1: so yeah it's yeah. I'm, in, uh, I'm in a lot of social media rooms and last night I was in one discussing abortion and the ungodliness, the hatred, the illogic, the blindness is, is incredible. Incredible. Mm-hmm. The hypocrisy, the the hatred. So I would uh, use logic with them and they would accuse me of illogic. I mean they could not see. It's, it's a spiritual blindness. You know, and I'd ask, you know, for example, when the the egg and the sperm come together and it's alive, uh, would you agree that the the egg there is alive? And they would. Some of them said no. I mean, it just what? So it's not alive. And some some go, well, yeah, it is. Well, what is it? Well, it's not human. Okay, then what is it? Well, we don't know. Well, then when does it become human? We don't you know. know. It's, just, it's just insanity. Well, it's, Yeah, I mean, it is. It does. It's not logical at all, and
3: they don't even no. see it. I, I, during the sermon that uh, was preached last Sunday, actually, which is kind of cool because you talked about 1 John yesterday, and he was he was talking about uh, John chapter 1, and that part about in the beginning was the word. And he said, and he compared it to let there be light, but, you know, in Genesis 1. Mm-hmm. And he said yes. that when a, um, a baby is conceived, the moment the sperm enters the egg, there's a flash of light. It was so cool. And he said, you can actually go on to YouTube. So I did. I went on to YouTube, and I found that there was actually pictures of this. Like, they filmed it where the sperm enters the egg, and there's a flash of light that just encompasses the entire ovum. And, you know, just suddenly, and what it is, it's zinc. It's, um, and that shuts out all of the sperm, the, the uh, flash of light, which is the zinc enveloping the egg. And it's so cool. It is. To see it,
1: yeah, I forgot about and that. But that's, that's when life
3: begins.
1: That, no, that's when life continues because the egg and the sperm are both alive, and then it continues. That's true. Yeah. That's right. That's hey, true, there's the but break. We've got to go. Yeah. That's what we would say it's healing. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Catherine. God bless. Thanks okay, a lot. Thank you. Okay. Hey, folks. Be right back. Please stay tuned.
0: It's Matt Slick Live. Taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Let's get to Matt from Colorado.
1: Matt, welcome. You're on the air. Oh, thank you.
4: Had a quick hey. question for you. Um, this has always confused me for a bit. Um, is the fact that um, we have all these religions out there, and they all have these... Uh, Like Christianity has the Bible, Scientology has the Church of Scientology book, Um, there's the Quran, there's the Torah. Why is it that some people should believe in one and not the other?
1: They should believe in one and not the other. They should believe in the truth. That's the issue. And which one is the truth? And it's easy to discern. And the truth is simply found in the person of Jesus, who fulfilled prophecies, who died on the cross after three days, three days, rose from the dead, retaining the crucifixion march upon his body. So that uh, sets him apart from every other religion. And he said, he's the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody comes to the Father but by me. So all people should believe in what Christ did and who he said he was. Okay.
4: Yeah, but the the Quran and the Torah they speak of uh, different speak of, speak of it differently.
1: Well, the Quran in Surah four one seventy one says Jesus was not crucified, but it was made to appear to be. So Allah is the one who deceived people in the Quran by making someone look like Jesus, who was then crucified, who to become Christians, and then he condemns Christianity. That's the Quran. In Surah four hundred eighty two it says that if there's any discrepancy in the Quran, it's not from God. Furthermore, in Surah eighty six, five through seven it says a man's seed is formed in his chest. So the Quran is simply false. In the Torah, they have a Trinitarian basis for God, and there were uh, observant Jews who affirmed a Trinitarian idea of God because of the Old Testament but many of the Jews became Christians at the time of Christ and those who were left rejected the Messiah the Messiah that fulfills their scriptures so there that's that okay but you just said the Quran is false yes it is there is a whole society of people who
4: believe the Quran is so? not false so who cares? the Quran's false so yes but you said the Quran is false but there's a yeah. huge population of people that believe it is. And okay, I that's just answered my, that. That's I said,
1: question is that. I said, so what? Who cares? Okay, the Quran well, all those people says. people who believe
4: in the Quran care. All those well, people but they don't. No, they, they don't.
1: No, they don't care. I trust, I've talked to hundreds and hundreds they and hundreds don't. of Muslims, okay? No, they don't believe. Look, in Surah 482, I'll show them in their own Quran, where it says if there's any discrepancy in the Quran, it's not from Allah. Any discrepancy, it's not from Allah. Any discrepancy, the Quran says, if there's any discrepancy in the Quran, it's not from Allah. That's what the Quran says. All right? In Surah 86, 5 through 7, it says, Let man but sing from what he is created. He's created from a drop emitted, proceeding from between the backbone and the ribs. Between the backbone and the That doesn't matter.
4: Is, they, these people, believe in you it. Know, they you, believe you're in not it. You're not hearing Millions me. Millions of hey, people believe in it.
1: Matt, you're not listening. I, I get that. No, they believe it.
4: You're not listening. A million people believe in the Quran exactly word for word.
1: Dude. Dude, I've already said yes, that's and the I, case. I'm, just not, I'm not arguing hey. with you. I'm just hey, saying. Excuse me. That, excuse me. Hold on. That, that I, hold is on. the, the logic. Hold on, that dude. Is. Hold on. They're believing it has no bearing on whether it is true or not. The same okay. with the Bible. No, well, look, we're talking the about same, the God. Same cur-
4: hey, personality excuse me. Look, if you don't stop Harry interrupting
1: Christmas. me, I'm going to kick you out. Stop interrupting me. That's okay. Okay, goodbye. That's okay. All right, all right. If you say it's okay to kick you out, I will. I don't have any problem with that. What I want is a discussion, not being stepped on constantly on my show to be able to answer this guy's objections. So if you're not going to have a conversation where we can talk back and forth, you know, all you can do is interrupt constantly, and you say it's okay I kick you out. Okay, then fine, they're gone. No skin off my teeth. Let's go ahead, Laura. Hey, Laura. Welcome. You're on the air. Hello. Okay. Hello. Now. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. All right. So, <laughs> okay. everybody, this is Laura, and Laura has been working with CARM for, what, three, four oh, years now?
5: Three year, four years, yeah. Yeah, years. that sounds about right. It's hard that's to remember. Right. It seems like forever, Matt. <laughs>
1: Well, it seems like forever i guess it's because the the work is
0: so tough it's still laborious
5: it just <laughs> seems torturous. like i've always been there it's because i'm yeah, serving the lord so that's that's why
1: I, I know but i like to teach you so what is it you do with karma and for karma
5: uh mostly uh what i do is for all the articles that you write on on the org website, I go and do the SEO on it, which is means search engine optimization. So all you guys can search and find the appropriate articles, um, in all the browsers. Um, I also go through and check. Matt, your articles, and make sure that spelling is okay, and catch those things that you can't catch when you do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And I uh, see. I also help maintain the schools, your schools, which everybody out there, if you haven't uh, took advantage of these schools, they are really great. There's three of them. There's an apologetics. Um, and there's a logic. And then there is, oh, my gosh, my brain just shut down. See all <laughs> uh, 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 Yes, yeah, thank you. you. And, right. um, and then I also help with social media. I do post articles in certain social medias. And, and I also help during the radio show to um, monitor the chats and, and put the articles up on the screen so that you guys can see that stuff and then mm-hmm. go and search for them.
1: That's right. And you like it?
5: I do. do like it? I do. Yeah. I I really do. I, I, I love working for Carmen. and started out, you know, transferring all the articles to the new website, and I think that was the most tedious out of everything. Oh, man.
1: We had to do like 6,000 articles. It was just ridiculous. It took us, oh, what, two months, yeah. I think it was, to convert them all oh, it
5: was. Oh, man. oh, it was hard and, you know, changing you know seeing some things were missing and the misspellings and and making mm-hmm. them look like how we want them to look in the on the new website so yeah it was yeah. a little bit of a challenge but it was it was good it was just monotonous mostly
1: yeah it was you know what i found interesting in it uh going on, when i would write everything i write was perfect until i'd read it later i like, go what was what's this <laughs> you know and just like you said you can't you can't read and edit your own stuff. You got to have somebody else do it. So uh, it's just what it is. But I get a kick out of it. Yeah. And, and oh, gotta, thankfully,
5: we have Grammarly, so that helps a lot too.
1: <laughs> yes, it does. Well, you do a lot of good work. You know, it's really nice because I can put up the articles, and I'll, I'll get it to be SEO sufficient, and I'll just go and work on the next project. And you'll kind of go in and polish things up. So that's really nice. And you take care of the schools' issues. That's really nice. So uh, it's a big help. You know, we've got all these uh, people who do different things that really fill, uh, fill in the gaps. And I really appreciate that. You know, I do. Yeah. I mean,
5: you know, when you do, you need a team and, and uh, because there's just too, there's too much to do. I mean, even with the social media, we had to separate, you know, and have a lot more people doing it so that it goes smooth.
1: Yeah, it does. So we have a lot of people helping, no. and um, yeah, it's it's good. It's good to have them help and uh, have you guys help. And I really do appreciate you guys because you take a lot of uh, load off my my uh, plate. Which you know I've got so many things to do, and I just want to focus on on research, writing, and doing radio and debating and things like that. And you guys really help out a lot. Yeah, that reminds me, I texted my wife. I you know I've, I hinted I want her to call up and introduce herself what tells what she does on on uh, for car because i can tell you what she does but uh, i wanted her to do it but I mean, she probably won't.
5: Do it you, she yes it. you made me do it so now we need to get neek in there doing it
1: <laughs> well you got to text her, call her, say you got to get on the radio just say what you do on the radio and she she she'd probably say something like put up with you you know, you know oh, there you go all right see everyone's
0: got a special oh, also- ability <clears throat> Yeah.
5: I've also been blessed enough to have you come preach at our church like like three times now so that has been yeah. that has been great as well.
1: well you guys are great it's a nice church and uh, Rudy's a great guy you guys are it really is a nice church if I was in the area that's where I'd be going you know I just okay, well, you you're
5: moved. you just need to move
1: <laughs> you just need to move seven hours south and uh, see if my wife will will agree. You know? Uh, <laughs> hey, honey, I have an idea. She, she, I get one of those thousand-yard stairs, you know. Just, never mind. I'm just, uh, what is that behind you? And then walk away, you know.
5: So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I will let you go and, and hit some okay. other callers. And I had a little break with Bentley, but I call in.
1: All right. Well, thanks a lot. We really appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Laura. God, God, God bless. bless All right. But- well, that was Laura, and uh, we've had a lot of good people helping us, and uh, she's one of them. Now, we've got Pearl, who's waiting, but because we've got a break here any second, we'll just wait until we get on the air after the break. Just want to let you guys know that we stay on the air by your support. Please consider supporting us. Just go to carm.org, C-A-R-M dot O-R-G forward slash donate. Whatever you donate will be doubled for the month of December. We really appreciate it. We need that support. May the Lord bless you. We'll be right back after these messages please stay tuned
0: it's Matt Slick live taking your calls at 877-207-2276 here's Matt Slick all right hey welcome back to the show before we get on with Pearl
1: just want to let you guys know that we stay on the air by your support and we are going to stay on um Excuse me, uh, boy, I did. Okay, so if you want to support us, uh, we have a double uh, funds drive, a matching funds drive. So whatever you would support us with, will be doubled. Uh, we have a matching funds drive going on. And if you are interested in helping us out, all you got to do is dial. Is <laughs> I'm messing up. All you got to do is go to carm.org, car dot org forward slash donate. And whatever you uh, you know, set up right there one-time or recurring. We ask uh, 5 or $10 a month recurring because it really helps us set a budget, but if you want to do that, that is great. You can cancel whatever you want, but uh, we do need that support. I'm just letting you know. Let's get on the air with Pearl. Pearl, welcome. You're on the air.
6: Oh, uh, Thank you, sir, for listening to me. Uh, mm-hmm. You mentioned uh, with one of your other listeners uh, about the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and you are probably too young, or maybe you have heard of Dr. M. R. Dehan.
1: Yeah, I know him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sir, yes. had you yeah, ever heard of him. the? Yeah. Uh-huh. You heard of him? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: Okay. He has a book. I must have had it 20 years. It was um, published in 1943. Yeah. Um uh, But in there, I thought it it was so interesting that he taught. God Mm -hmm. called him from being a doctor to being a minister. Have you ever Mm -hmm. read the book? No, I haven't. Nope. All right. I just wanted to tell you what he said. He said that when the man fertilizes, he, of course, started out with... How that God, the Holy Spirit placed the little embryo of the Lord Jesus Christ in the womb of the Virgin Mary, that it did not begin to live until the blood, that the mechanism that I, I, I'm trying to get this right, the mechanism that produces the blood. Cause the embryo to live.
1: That would be logically and, problematic. Yeah, that would be logically problematic. Yes.
6: Well, anyway, yeah. he the said that. The
1: hypothetical union.
6: Uh, okay. hu- humanly speaking, mm-hmm. we have blood, of course. Yes. Because God says in Leviticus, what, seven, 16, to 17, 11, mm-hmm. the life of the flesh is in the blood. Mm-hmm. and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for mm-hmm. your souls. It is the yep. blood that maketh an atonement for your souls. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that was why the Lord Jesus Christ told Nathaniel, I believe it was, that we must be born again because we are born... Now, I'm just saying what I read. We are born first... Because we are born with blood poisoning. We have to have that blood, uh, the human blood, to to live. And then to be born again, we have to have the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ to be born again.
1: No, we don't have to have human... Well, hold on. Pro, it's not logically necessary that uh, human blood must be there in order for human life to be there because the human life is in the womb at conception and there's not any blood there. Furthermore, no, but, in the, but second- the
6: embryo, so Dr. DeHaan says, God gave it the mechanism to produce its own blood.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, and it does it upon development. Right. Yeah. But the it produces nature... its
6: own blood. So, therefore, we have to be born again by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I think it's just a sad scenario that our ministers don't teach this, that the blood that was in the embryo of the divine Son of God came from god almighty and of course he was and is god mm-hmm. i know that mm-hmm. but i just think that it's so sad that that's not taught in our pulpit well, that the blood
1: is produced by the, the embryo
6: sec. before it can be Pearl. alive Pearl.
1: okay there's uh, i think you need to read that article a little bit more thoroughly uh because the issue of the blood uh, is related to being born again there's a lot of category errors there but I mean um, we you know I'm not gonna say too much but uh, the blood doesn't start in the in the uh, the the new life there uh, for quite a while but the human life is there before that blood is there and the blood didn't come from God because God doesn't have blood it came from the biological structure that developing because jesus has two natures in the one person the divine nature and the human nature they are distinct but they are manifested as one person in the hypostatic union and it's called the communication of the properties and this is always extant uh, at the point of the inception
6: beautiful to 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 know that god was so careful about his life the blood is god's life that he was so careful that he put his blood into his son before he was born so that he could shed God's blood so that we might be saved and born again.
1: Yes, the blood of God in the sense that the attributes of the human nature and qualities of the divine are ascribed to the one person of Jesus. He died on the cross. And therefore, we would call it uh, the divine sacrifice, not the... The sacrifice of Jesus is the divine value because of his dual nature, God and man.
6: Yeah. Well, do you not think that the blood, the human blood that we have is different from what we are born again by?
1: I'm not sure what you mean. Born God's again by. blood. You mean the blood of the person of Christ? Yes. I can't, I, I would think it has the same hemoglobin, iron necessities because he's really human, and he really was a man.
6: But he, he was spiritual too, honey.
1: But, no, hold on. The spiritual doesn't occur until after the resurrection. That's First Corinthians 15, 35-45. Called, and he's called spiritual in that sense. But when he walked on, on the earth, he was fully, completely a human being, a man.
6: Of course but, he was, right. and God. And, I believe yes, the Lord Jesus natures. Christ is God, yes.
1: Yes. But as far as the human aspect goes, he had normal blood. Okay, otherwise he wouldn't be human. Okay.
6: Well, this man was a doctor and he had I
1: understand
6: delivered delivered many babies. And I he said that God put the mechanism in the little embryo to produce his own blood. And I'm speaking humanly speaking, yeah, because he he was very careful so that that blood would would come from it. It it produced its own blood, and therefore the blood that the Lord Jesus Christ poured out of Calvary. The blood does not produce its own.
0: The
1: blood does not produce its own blood it, it doesn't The bone marrow god produces,
6: produces it. it he put the mechanism in that little baby to produce its own blood
0: yes god so that when, it, when
6: when your children were born and mine were born i always thought it came from the father the blood but it did not god put the mechanism in that little embryo to produce its own blood
1: yes it's called a human body it, it produces blood That's right.
6: But you see, the Lord Jesus Christ, when God, the Holy Spirit, put that little embryo in Mary's womb, when the blood began to flow in that embryo, it was the blood of God Almighty.
1: We'll, We'll just let that go. There's so many technicalities. I'm more technical. But, um, yeah, it, it, Jesus is God in flesh. He still is God in flesh and he forever will be. And the blood of God, the person of Christ, was shed on the cross and, and cleanses of our sins. Leviticus 17.11, which is what you quoted earlier. Yep. Yes. Okay, the blood of Christ. I do think it's so sins.
6: absolutely beautiful that God put within the embryo of these human beings that he made... The ability to produce his own blood, that's what he did, that's what that's Dr. Right. Johan said that he did.
1: Yeah. The human body does that. God designed it. It can't happen by chance. Not that's through evolutionary right. processes.
6: What I mean work. is most people think when the sperm fertilizes the egg that that is the, the life. The life is in the blood. It, it,
1: no, I no, just no, 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 no. Leviticus 1711 is not about an ontological nature of the human soul it's about uh, the issue of sacrifice in the book of Leviticus which is a book of sacrifice and blood and and priestly ceremonies so its context is that okay so the I life know, exists I that, the life but exists before I the blood is formed that,
6: that that the lord jesus christ the embryo of him
1: the,
6: the, he, he didn't be, it, the human side of him did not begin to live until that mechanism no, is that's not true that
1: that's
6: not true. No, that's not true. Egg no,
1: that's not endulite. true. Pearl, I'm sorry, I love you, but that's not true. The union of the human and divine natures began at conception. Okay? The manifestation of the physical just continued on and blood became a byproduct later on. The hypostatic union tells us that in the one person of Christ are two distinct natures. And so... Christ, in the intermediate state, when he died, was separated from his body, was still in the union of the divine and the human nature to one person of Christ, though outside of his body. So that's the correct teaching, okay? I have to make sure people know what the correct teaching is, okay? All right?
6: I would love for
1: you to read
6: the account. I have the
1: article in front of me <laughs> right there. So.
6: Oh, the book, yeah. The Chemistry of the Blood.
1: Yeah, I won't read the book. I got way too much to do. And um, <laughs> no, I, I people well, say they'll they'll send me a book in the mail and say, "Hey, can you review this book?" You know, three hundred pages. Like, oh yeah, I'll just stop reading. and oh, f- no, doing I, everything I for a week. I
6: wouldn't want you to do that. I would. Uh, I would love for you to read the article just on the blood. It, it, that's not all he covers. But but it, it, it. I believe it. I believe that that blood that was produced in that embryo of the Pearl. human Lord Jesus Christ was the mechanism of God the Father, whom we know, you and I know, are one.
1: Well, yes, mechanism is one. Well, look, I, I, I'm with you, and we got to go because the music's going to be starting, and he's given to give an outro really fast, but call back tomorrow, we'll be on the air, okay, Pearl? I've always appreciated when you call. All right? Well, okay,
6: sister. I don't mean to be ugly, and I love you much. but <laughs> you're my too. brother.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. We always and appreciate And I, I love
6: to stop people on the street and, 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 and give them this testimony and tell them, if they're pur- purple, green, or whatever color they are, that they I love them because they're my brother. By blood, okay. they're my brother in the flesh. And pearl, by we gotta, the new birth, go. they're my brother Problem, we
1: got to go. Thanks, Pearl. Thanks for calling. Hey, folks, just let you know, we'll be on the air tomorrow, and may the Lord bless you. And uh, if you want to support us, please, karm.org forward slash donate. But save your comments and your questions for tomorrow, and uh, we'll be off on Thursday, Friday, the rest of the week. So Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless. See you. Bye.
0: Another program powered by The Truth Network.